Sinister series is sponsored by the Saka family in memory of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka, on his 50th year outside. Also, tonight's snippet is sponsored by Avram and Alana Weissman, Arian Chaya Isaacs, Benedina Isaacs, Linda Isaacs, in celebration of the 71st birthday of someone who values tefillah, Yehuda Isaacs. You should have a very happy birthday and continue to enjoy and inspire davening for a long time. We're in the second paragraph of Shema last night. We began the sentence, Hishamu Lachem, Pen Be careful. After after you eat and you're satisfied, after you're satiated, after you feel full, then you're bloated with arrogance. Life is amazing. Life is great. Taste success, literally and figuratively. Then a person will feel, It's my success. And what's the danger? Be careful. Be vigilant. Lest your heart go astray. Last night we spoke about visartem, that before v'avaratem, the precursor is v'sartem. When we abandon Torah, when we are distracted, when the Torah is not our anchor, it's not our compass, it's not our guide, when we're swept up in the world around us, then we end up v'avaratem Elohim ha'chayrim. How did we get there? Because v'sartem, we were distracted. But taking a step back, pen yifteh, the word yifteh. We know that onus mefata, mefata means to be seduced. Our heart is seduced away. Pen yifteh, our heart is distracted. Our heart is seduced. What seduces the heart? The Nitzivir has an amazing comment. The Nitzivir of Naftali to Yehuda Berlin. The Nitziv says the language Yifteh, to be seduced, Yifteh comes from Yaft Elohim Liefes. Noach, when he blesses his children, Noach tells his son Yefes, Yaft Elohim Liefes. He says, Beauty belongs to Yefes. And we have a tradition. Who are the descendants of Yefes? Where did that focus on the aesthetic and the beauty? What society or civilization descend literally and spiritually from Yefes? The Greeks, ancient Greece. We're connecting Siddur snippets and Hanukkah. We're getting ready. So the Greeks, the Greeks had Olympics, the focus on the body, the focus on the aesthetic, the focus on the external, the superficial, the beauty. Does Judaism embrace beauty? What's our attitude about Yofi, about Yefes? What do we think about beauty? The answer is absolutely, absolutely. There are countless sources, not for now, that talk about the value of beauty. Beauty has a role to play. We admire, we appreciate, we are in awe of beauty. Beauty has a role to play. However, how does Noah end that bracha, that blessing to his son? Yafta lukim liyefes, v'yishkon ba'aleshem. However, Beauty has to dwell in the tent of shame. We are the descendants of shame. Shame is the forbearer of spirituality, of a strong moral compass, of recognizing not only the surface, but the depths. So there is value to beauty. We appreciate architecture, art, beauty, the aesthetic. We appreciate it. It has a value. There is a godliness to it. When? As long as it's yishkon ba'ol shame when it dwells within the tent of shame, when it is something that is supporting and enhancing, when it is supplementing spirituality. That is, of course, the battle of the Greeks, the Syrian Greeks, the Greeks, the Hellenists, the entire story of Hanukkah was the Jewish people preserving our values, namely saying, beauty has a place. Beauty is not an ends, it's a means towards an ends. The aesthetic is not the end, the aesthetic is a means towards an ends. And that was our approach they sought to extinguish and eliminate. We fought back and we defeated. And here we are. And now, let's eat.
or soon we'll eat latkes and sufganiyah. So the Nitziv says that pen yifteh levavchem. He shamru, be very careful. You know why? Pen yifteh, lest your heart become seduced. Yifteh, says the Nitziv, comes from the language, yaft elokim liyefes. What seduces our heart? The superficial, that which we see on the surface. When we ignore what is beneath the surface, when we fail to see, to penetrate the depths, when we don't understand the deeper meaning, the deeper value, the deeper purpose, the deeper reason, when we fail to be elevated by that which is beyond what we see, then we can be seduced by our heart. So our heart is drawn astray by the Eight Sahara that says, live in the here and now, carpe diem, be happy and pursue pleasure, tomorrow you may die. Don't see beyond. Don't see beyond the here and now. Don't see beyond the physical moment of pleasure. Give in. We have to be very wary. We have to be very careful, very vigilant. Be careful. Our heart should not follow the path of of the Syrian Greeks, of the ancient Greeks. We have to rather, of course, be the descendants of the Maccabees, of the Hashmonaim. We have to emphasize Yishkon Ba'ol shame. It has to be in the right context, namely within the tent of shame. That's how the Nitziv understands. We started last night. So then what does it mean, Va'avadatem, if we do go astray, if we are seduced, if we are distracted, if we don't have that anchor, that compass, we can lose our way. And when we lose our way, where do we end up? Serving Elohim Achirim, other gods. Why are they called other gods? Rechaim Velazhen and Nefesh Achaim. In Shar Aleph, Perak Beis writes, the name Elohim is the name that we use to depict strength and power and might, something which is a source of force. And every time we use it, we use Elo- Elohim, describes a judge. A human judge is Elohim. But every time we talk about it in how we perceive it in this world, a judge is Elohim or Elohim Achirim, other things that we ascribe power to, but they're far and they're not real. And that's why Rav Chaim says, we call Hashem Elokeha Elokim in Tehillim, Kuf Lamed Vav. Did you cover that in Tehillim class yet? Kuf Lamed Vav Pesach Beis, Elokeha Elokim. God is called the God of all powers. So money and fame and power, but God is the source of all of that. So he's the Elokeha Elokim. In Shemos we say, Ki Gadol Hashem Mikol Elohim, God is greater than all other sources of power. Elohim achirim, what people think has power, Elohim achirim, it's false, it's fake, it's counterfeit, it is other. Yirmiyahu Navi says, Vashem Elohim emes, that he is the only true Elohim. If Elohim represents power, judges in this world have power, God is the ultimate arbiter. He is the ultimate source of all power. So there are powers in this world, and that's why we use that same name, but we always describe God as the God of all power, Elokei Elokim. He is the Elokim Emes. He is power. He is the only true. He is the source of all. He is the most legitimate, the only legitimate power that drives all others.